It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. From mid Minnesota, Kristen Peterson. How you doing, Kristen? Oh, amazing! Uh, winter, went spring, fall, no. fall, not spring, fall. fall starting to happening. Fall is happening. Leaves are all over. Um, no snow yet, but it's chilly. It's in the forties. And we're recording this. It's gonna come out early November. Reporting at the uh, the end of October, right before Halloween. Your your kids is Halloween. Is Halloween popping off this year? Oh my gosh. So we live in a neighborhood that is like, it's the Halloween neighborhood of the city. So like everybody comes to our neighborhood to trick or treat. And we always go trick or treating with my sisters and my mom and all of my kids' cousins. And so for the last four years, we've been trying to plan this full, all of us wanted to wear inflatable costumes so we've been wanting to do this for four years but we never have like implemented so finally Wait, time we're out, implementing time this out. Year. i i don't get out much inflatable costumes are a thing oh i will send you a picture okay so are these you in the sit show there, notes do you have to do you have to sit there and blow them up no. or are these with fans mm. built in they them? have fans that okay. run on battery that you blow while you're in them so it's like the the sumo wrestler thing. yes that kind of okay yeah okay that's a thing okay, okay. so okay. we decided we decided we're going to be a zoo so all of us have purchased inflatable zoo animal costumes and then my little tiny niece who's four is going to be the zookeeper and she's just going to wear a cute little like zookeeper looking outfit and then she's going to have all of these giant inflatable things behind her while we're trick-or-treating so I am a giant squid, and I kid you not, my giant squid, it touches the ceiling when I have it on, of the top it of it, does. and it has eight arms, or however many, are, I don't know if squids have the same amount of arms as octopus, but it has a lot of arms. I'm sure there's eight. Um, at, least and, eight at least eight arms. <laughs> at least. I don't think it, oh, and then my legs must be its tentacles, because I think a squid has eight arms and two tentacles. Ah, because the tentacles are the ones that grab the food and bring it to the beak of the giant really? squid. Yeah. Mm. So I'm a giant squid. Knox is, he's my little guy. He's a hedgehog and it's hilarious. Um, my daughter Channing is a gorilla. I'm trying to talk crew into wearing the giraffe, the nine foot tall giraffe costume I bought for him because he's 14 <laughs> and like anti 
you know, being seen with anybody. So, but you can't really see his face because his face is inside the costume. So I'm trying to talk him into doing that. Um, My mom is going to be a unicorn. Um, My other sister is going to be a unicorn as well. We have a shark and a cow. Oh, no, and a lion. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That that sounds exhausting to me i i i could not there's no way in my life i could ever take part in in something like that because it just sounds it sounds too too damn exhausting to, to oh my be gosh in, it's gonna I be mean, so funny I, I i hope i hope you enjoy it and and uh and gee i can't i can't imagine why the 14 year old wouldn't want to put on a <laughs> a giraffe costume and go go spend halloween with uh yeah. with the family i i hope he I goes know. out and and eggs a house or or TP something or or something. Yeah, um, is your Halloween neck and, and, and again, listeners, we're recording this before, <laughs> after Halloween, but you know, podcasts are are timeless. So, um, is is your Halloween neighborhood one of the Halloween neighborhoods where where um, some of the houses have like treats for the adults? I know some places yes. have the the cooler full of Jello shots. Oh or, yeah. Or whatever oh, yeah. it is that I, I I figured because it is Minnesota, so um, yeah. Oh, it's so fun! Yeah, yeah. They'll just hand you a like a like a truly or a beer or whatever as mm-hmm. you walk by. It's great. Except yeah. for I don't know if I'll be able to take part in my squid costume. Yeah, getting the getting the little uh, little uh, uh, travel size bottle of Tito's up to your mouth oh, with with your tentacles good, I... would be kind of kind of hard. Um, hmm. You get to look. You're you're a creative woman. You could you could set up some sort of funnel and straw based system. Oh, I could. Um, maybe one of those. Uh, do you have one of those Camelback um, uh, water bottle things where it's yeah, like the yeah yeah. So you just have an access point where they can pour the beverage into that, and you've got Ooh. the straw already routed through the costume to your mouth. That's a great plan. Problem. I'm a problem solver. You are. Um, mm-hmm. sp- speaking of. Uh, <laughs> of a problem solving i've i've you've got some questions you you collected from the interwebs that we're going to get into i've got i've got one for you about something i saw the other day um because you're you are a mom with multiple children who who goes out in public and so i wanted to get your take on this i don't like going in public sometimes but you but you but you do it i've been i've actually been out in public with you and your children to 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 restaurants and and things like that so i i know it's been done and and so we saw that tasha and i were out for out for lunch the other day and we're we're sitting on the patio and and uh and and having i'm drinking iced tea i'm not even i'm not even liquored up um this is one of my dry days but uh uh we're sitting there and a a, a mother, single mother, I, I mean, she was alone. I don't know if she's a single mom, but uh, comes in, two boys. One must have been about four. One must have been seven or eight. Uh, the eight-year-old, she wants to sit inside. It's a little bit sunny and warm outside. She wants to sit inside. She she brings the boys to a table inside. Uh, the older one makes a, a beeline for the patio. Uh, they've got the one of those setups where it's the little 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 counter that faces out towards the water, and you just kind of sit there, kind of a bench seat, not not two sides to the table. But mm-hmm. and he wants to sit there, and then the little one apparently doesn't want to be at that table either because he does the thing where where he stands his legs are together his fists are balled up by his side all of his his whole body is tensed up and his and he does this this little lip quiver thing he starts um hmm. 
And then mom moves them outside to where they want to sit. And then for the next, I don't know, hour or 90 minutes, I watch, I watch these boys just they're they're hitting her and they're punching her and they, they got to move inside after a few minutes because the outside is too bright for, for their, for their iPads <laughs> and, and all of this is going on. Um, what, what's, what's your What's your policy with your kids when they're out in public? Because I, I totally would have packed everybody up. We would have left if, if they were um, being being that way. And I guess my other question is, can kids just sometimes just be assholes? Yeah. Thoughts? Can. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. So what are my, what would I do with my own children? Yeah, I probably would have left. However, I never, ever had those issues with my kids out in public. Ah. Um, I mean, maybe when they were really little, like you have the, the regular tenter, like the, when they're at, you're at like target and they want sure. something, but you're saying no. And then they scream and cry. Um, I, there were two instances when um with actually just with my girls to both of my girls um when they were a lot when they were little not now when they're 16 sure. and 11 but when they were really little i there were times where i had to abandon the whole entire shopping cart and mm-hmm. leave the store because i'm like you, you don't get to just sit here and scream the whole entire time at the store because you want something so um but at restaurants well and also like we didn't go out to eat a ton when my kids were little either but they were yeah my kids have always been really well behaved so I think that if they were throwing tantrums I would have left yeah yeah and and while this was going on with those two who were were distracting that whole quarter of the restaurant I mean, everybody's right. sitting so at the that... bar watching the football game. They weren't they weren't tuned into this, but the, this was distracting to a lot of people. There's also oh gosh, a table yeah. right there with a a couple a couple kids the same age. They're they're sitting at the table and they're joking with the family and they're coloring and they're 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 eating and they're they're acting like like civilized out in public human beings. Um, and so it's not like uh, kids these days things. It's just that sometimes kids are that way. And and I don't know. Maybe this is. Maybe I, I mean, maybe it's the way mom because she was she was totally distracted when when she wasn't yeah. when she wasn't dealing with the things that they were dealing. She was 100 percent on her phone. So yeah. maybe their stuff was just, hey, pay attention to me. Hey, exactly. Stuff. And so it ends up being a a kind of uh, a two sided, two sided battle. I don't know. Well, I mean, and if you. I mean, that's really behaviors that come out that we see as negative in our adult eyeballs. It's generally because they're trying to seek attention in some way, shape or form, whether it's like, hey, I have needs and I don't really know what they are. Can you help me figure it out? I'm just going to sit yeah. and whine and cry until I, until you kind of can help me detective through this. Or it's like, hey, I just, I need a connection with you. Like, I mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it goes back to Maslow, like we were talking about in the last episode. Like, that's, that's one of the basic needs, like human connection and that relationship. So it could be that they're just seeking relationship with their mom who might be distracted. And I have been a distracted mom, I know, but sure. I also have the whereabouts to say, 
okay, I'm distracted. There's a lot, like I can feel that my ki- my kids need me right now. I'm going to put this down and I'm going to pay attention. But some people don't have those tools. Yeah, yeah. And and so it, it ends up be, becoming a this just this this negative cycle that gets that gets set up the the kids want the attention and and they're they're asking for it in this this negative way yeah. and the the parent because they they don't have any other tools responds with with growling or scolding or whatever and then the kid yeah. reacts more and this and 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 so it ends up being this this cycle that's that's hard for anybody to break because nobody nobody has the tools for it and and I, I got to thinking that because I mean my first response because look I'm a jerk was uh, was yeah I, I wish some restaurants would ban children and dogs <laughs> um <laughs> Because because there are some there are some dog situations going on in the behind me on the restaurant too. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, a lot of dogs in restaurants in Minnesota. No, none. Oh, oh, so uh, yeah, we got a lot of dog friendly restaurants down here, and so I had uh, had a couple little ankle biters on a table behind me, and then this this big uh, husky thing comes in, which is a, a much prettier and better behaved dog comes and sits down, but uh, it's also shedding, and so there's a kind of a breeze oh. going by, and and uh, luckily it wasn't coming towards our table, but there's this kind of a a a lot of dog hair wafting through the through the air, oh. and then the the kids uh, on the on the other side having their little battles with mom. It was it was quite a delightful a delightful outing um, aside from from the thing so oh my gosh um yeah so i i we we did the same when when ours were little um you know those those kind of things in public it was just kind of oh let's go if and and look um if you're if you're gonna have a tantrum in the store and we we made it clear ahead of time you're gonna have a tantrum in the store we're gonna leave the store we'll just turn around and it's kind of embarrassing and awkward to to walk out with a a screaming toddler under your arm or whatever but but after you literally say this is what we're going to do and then you do it three or four times they they pretty much yeah. know what to expect and if they want exactly. to go through the store and if they want to get their fruit loops or or whatever it is they're they're hoping to get from the the store they they want to want to finish the store the store experience. And so that stuff kind of, kind of tapers away in, in most situations. But of course there's always times where, where people are tired or, or hungry or constipated or, or whatever it is. And, and, and so you, you got to make some, some leeway for those things, but uh, I have a question for, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, okay. So how do you feel about, cause a lot of times, you know, you see like a family in the store and the kiddo is starting to throw a tantrum because they're either tired or hungry or they want something or, you know, they just don't want to be there anymore. And then the parents resort to bribery. Um, If you can make it through the store, then I will buy you this. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I mean, I, I, that's why I carry six or eight copies of Elfie Cohen's, uh, punished by rewards with me, me me at all times. I always have a a backpack with that book. (laughs) And when I see that happening, I, I just, uh, I, I take the book out and and I sign it, of course. Um, I, I mean, it's not my book; I didn't write it, but but uh, I sign it and <laughs> hand it to them and just and just nod and walk on. Oh, I know. <laughs> I I mean, I don't. I'm, I, don't really, I, have I don't really used do reward. that. I have used rewards in my like. I do, I've done it all, like with my oh, own sure, children. I've totally done it. Um, I don't like to see it. It's not. Yeah, I mean, do you want to know what I did the other day? 
This uh, is, yes. I bribed my child to clean because I did not want to clean because I was tired of cleaning. So um, this the, would be. I'm guessing this is which child. I'm gonna let me guess which child. I'm guessing it was Sailor you bribed. No, 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 no. no. I went lower than that. Oh, oh. I was Channing. So. Um, I, so the toilet downstairs, the creepy toilet that's halfway, like, like that's in the laundry room. That's just under the mm -hmm. stairs. It's all the, the stairs auxiliary toilet. backup toilet. So crew had plugged it. Oh my God. Like, I'm just calling all my children out on all the things. So it's like, I didn't know it was plugged though. So like yeah. it had been a couple, I don't know, days that it had been plugged with the shit and toilet paper. And so then Channing finally tells me, mom, the toilet downstairs is plugged. So it was disgusting. It was so nasty. Uh -huh. And then also there was two piles of cat puke down there and there was cat litter all over the whole entire floor. And the cat boxes smelled like cat urine because nobody had like scooped them deep because you can like surface level scoop a cat box and you get some of the stuff out. But like you have to go deep sometimes and get like the gross urine that soaks to the bottom and get that out. So I was like, OK, you need to take the all this stuff needed to be downstairs. And I didn't even want to go downstairs because it smelled so bad down there. And so I was like, time I out. just. Listeners, I want to apologize. Uh, the last time Kristen and I were together, I, I said at the end of our long constipation episode that I was going to try to, uh, we're going to try to try to have no poop talk when we, when we were right, back we're... together. Um, yeah. I also didn't think we could do it, but so for, for, for <laughs> those of you who thought we could actually make it through a whole episode um, and not talk about poop, um, well, I apologize, Sorry. but apparently there are two point something million podcasts out there in the in the world. Um, so you know there yeah. are probably there are probably non poop podcasts out there. Okay, go on. You're you're bribing you know the kid what? to clean. What? In order to solve Knox's pooping issue, maybe I should bribe him. Yeah, I'm sure that it. I'm work. not. I'm not. I'm. I might sink low. I'm gonna sink low, and I might bribe him with something he really wants if he'll poop. Mm hmm. I think. I'll let you know if it works. Anyway. Yeah. Hit that um, voicemail. 228-363-6737. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I bribed Channing. I paid her $40 cash and a $15 Starbucks gift card to clean the toilet, unplug it, clean it, take all the cat litter outside, dump it into the trash, refill, sweep all the cat litter off the floor and clean up the, pack, the cat puke. She mm. did it. And then I felt so good. Like I didn't have to do it and it was amazing. Okay. Well, I am guessing that Channing could have held out for another 10 bucks and got an even 50. She probably um, yeah. So I, I'm going to have to find a way to reach out to her and an offer to, to do the negotiating for her in those well, situations. Cause I think so she could have done better. The problem with that is, is that if I ever want her to like clean something gross like that again without money, she's not going to do it because. Well, exactly. <laughs> so like I shot myself in the foot on that one. Yeah, you totally did. And and now she's got a she's got a small lucrative uh, uh, after school job if she if she wants right? it. Mom, how much will you pay me to clean the kitchen? Mom, how much will you pay <laughs> me to do laundry? Um, and I mean, look, uh, bribery. In 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 some sense, for me, is with with 
look, it's it's an economic exchange, and I am a I am a free market uh, capitalist, and so for for older kids, I, I mean, get what you can and do the work because everybody benefits, right? The the teenager um, does the the thing that needs to be done, and that life is easier for for the adult, and yeah. and then the teenager profits, and so on an economic level, I've got I've got no real problem with that. But when yeah. you start bribing littler kids to do things, because because really what what you did with uh with Channing I don't I don't really see that as a bribe I see that as a business transaction exactly I love that yes it is and I I think there's there's a difference the the hey so and you you by the way out outed the child you didn't want to out when we talked about the constipation oh, you shit. outed him by name a little bit ago um yeah. So, um, but, mm. but, you know, trying to bribe somebody to, to poop, um, I, 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 that, that seems less like a, that to that seems less like a business transaction and more like a, like a bribe than it will make my life I, so much easier. I don't have to be see, the poop police. I've been yeah. home two days now policing poop. But and then does it become for him the the only time I, I poop is when I, I get to download a new video game or whatever the whatever the thing is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, OK, let's take it back even a step further where it's more applicable to like early childhood programs. Um, well, I mean, and it can be like, a can you what about potty training? Like people give children stickers or like an M&M every time they poop or pee on the potty. like to train them to go on the potty or cleanup time. You get a stamp on the back of your hand. If you help during cleanup time, like what, what's the ramifications of like little tiny rewards like that to get children to act in a certain way? Uh, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't like them, but I totally used them. Um, I know I did too. So, so my son, when he was little, he was really into keys. He liked keychains, mm -hmm. and um, and and so for for a while, every time he pooped in the in the in the toilet, he got a, another key. He, he got a, he got him poop keys, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and 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 look, we didn't start. We didn't start this when he was like 18 months old. We were we when he was started showing interest in using the toilet. We just this became a a thing, and and look, partly it was because I thought it was hilarious. The poop keys, um, yeah, a poop key, um, and 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 so I had the we had this container of old keys, and he would poop in the in the toilet, and then he would pick out a new a new poop key to add to his key ring, and he was potty trained in like 15 minutes. Um, yeah. So, but so I, I it, and bribing kids um, does have this kind of. Um, they they expect to be ha to have this reward for this activity, and yeah. life doesn't always come with that. And so it's it is it is a it is a sticky situation. It is. I think I think in the classroom, I I. So I, I guess the best choice is whatever you're going to do is to try to get all the adults involved on the same page. Because if if things are done one way in childcare, and and then maybe they're going they're they're going they're going to childcare part of the time, and they're going to a a preschool program that meets in the afternoons a couple of days a week, and then they're going home or or they're going to grandma's house. And if there's different expectations in in all of these places, I think it can get really really confusing. Um, 
with with all the rewards and and those kind of things. So I right. I would right now I would try not to use them. But if if I was, I mean, if there was something like you're dealing with where that felt like my only option, I would I would at least look for for that consistency that that maybe we didn't have every place else. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things where we know better. I mean, we've read the Alfie Cohen's book that you were talking about. What is it called? Punishments punished, and rewards. Punished by rewards. Punished by rewards. Okay. So like we know that it's not probably the best technique to use with young children. However, I would say the majority of adults probably do it because sometimes you're just so overwhelmed and so busy and so like just grasping at, at parenting or teaching or whatever it may be that we just like, that's the way we grew up. Like I grew up getting rewarded for different things and rewarded at school like when everybody's good for a whole week or a mm -hmm. whole month and you get a pizza party at the end of the month um so how do we break that cycle like how can we go from because so I, I feel like there's been like a cycle of like there was corporal punishment and there was like spanking your children to get them to do what you want and now you know like me growing up my parents were like well we're never gonna like hurt our children so let's give them rewards for good behavior and let's punish them for bad behavior and that's how I grew up so that's the cycle that I was in but now there's a whole push to be like a respectful parent um or like a respectful teacher that like uses conversation and talking through all of the things and emotions and all of those things with your children so like how do you slowly make that shift from punishments and rewards and bribery to like that respectful conversational we're going to talk through everything as a family instead of well, I mean, to, to some extent, the we're going to talk through everything as a family is is bullshit when when uh, when half the people in the family haven't reached the age of reason and, yeah. and they might do some they, they, they do a, a version, something that looks like engaging the, in, in the conversation and being part of it. But they're they're cognitively they're cognitively not functioning yet on a, on a level where 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 they're 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 making making those those clear decisions yeah. and, and they they they, they just well, don't like... have the cognitive skills when exactly. you can't reason you can't you can't reach reason with somebody who hasn't hasn't achieved the the age of reason which is is five six seven eight or maybe even a little older in some kids and so reasoning with your toddler about about using the potty isn't isn't going to get you a long ways you, you might be get something that looks like reasoning but it that's that's not what's what's really happening there in most situations um and and the, the the whole bribe thing it's it's really about about external or internal motivation and yeah. and a lot of the a lot of the bribes the stickers the uh the candies the poop keys whatever it is is they are they're creating these external motivations for for things that we might prefer to be internally motivated motivated i want to help clean up around the house because mom works hard and she's stressed and busy and i'm a part of this family and i should do it because of that instead of i'm going to get 40 bucks in a starbucks yeah. card yeah. but at the the end result is if if you need to get the house cleaned up and the kid doesn't have that internal motivation <laughs> to do it and you need it done then, yeah. then the economic transaction comes in Right. 
And I, I honestly feel like because I have children 16, almost 17, all the way down to eight, and I've seen them go through different stages. I honestly feel like the older my kids get, obviously, the more the internal motivation comes into play. So it just naturally happens. I think as compassion and empathy is built over time and they are able to see outside themselves a little bit more than just being so self-centered as a young child. Cause children, that's what children are. Sure. Um, I mean, that's what so, adults are. <laughs> yeah. So like, as my, like last night, I, all four kids were upstairs and I was like, does anybody want to help their mom out? Um, and unload the dishwasher for me and nobody spoke up. And then finally, mm-hmm. like my 16 year old was like, well, I'll do it as long as I don't have to load it. And I'm like, no, I didn't ask you to load it. I just wanted somebody to unload it. And she's like, I'll do it. Um, and then my 14 year old son, like he's very willing to do anything I ask around the house, but he's not going to notice those things. So as long as I say, hey, can you take the trash out? Every single time he'll do he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Would he do it when he was eight? No. So, and do my 11 year old and my eight year old want to do things? Absolutely not because they're just, they're not at that stage yet. So I, I do feel like, um, it, it evolves over time. It's just that they're not, when they're little, like even 11 and under those cog- that cognitive piece that you were talking about and just developing compassion and empathy to notice what needs to be done for others and around you, um, it's built over time and they're not going to have that when they're three. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just thinking about this with it, with the, with the older kids, that thing that instead of, instead of having that once in a while thing where I need this done, what can I bribe this kid with to get him to do this thing? um, Maybe everybody is, is maybe it's more successful if you just make it an ongoing thing, once a week, I will give you X if you take care of these three things without yeah. me asking you to. <clears throat> and then then it's more instead of a, a a periodic bribe, it's a it's a business transaction. It's a yeah. it's a job. And it's it's, it, it's practice. And and so instead of you you saying, Hey, hey, I need you to clean the do a deep clean of the of the litter box once a week, um, and 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 whatever other things there are, and and then it becomes this this kind of job. And that's that's a chance to learn responsibility and it's uh it's a chance for for them to to practice remembering to do this thing so you're not not waiting till the the litter box is overflowing before it needs to be taken care of. It's a it's a job for this person to do, and and they've got the responsibility. <laughs> I thought for you it. said I thought you said glitter box, and I was like the glitter box, glitter box. Oh, okay. Here, listeners, here's a business idea that uh, I don't have time for: uh, glitter based cat litter um, <gasps> for your for your cat glitter box. And so the cat litter would 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 be glittery, and and it have all those facets on it, so your your cat box would would glitter, and maybe. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. So it starts out all glittery, but then as that as it gets used up, and they've got the clumping stuff, and they've got the color yeah. changing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The glitter would fade over time as as the 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 litter got used up. Um, somebody run with that. Mm-hmm. I just want eight uh, percent. Oh my gosh! But the the disgusting thing about that is, is you would have glitter all over your house, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, these cats' paws are disgusting. Well, yeah, that would be part of it too. Um, but it would look so pretty because mm. it would be glitter. It would be. Hey, listeners, what did we talk about in this episode? Uh, lots of 
disconnected stuff. We talked Halloween. We talked kids in public, and we talked bribing kids. Um, I think it was worthwhile, fun conversation. And we're we're wondering, will the fourteen year old be the giraffe for Halloween? I, I, I don't know. We'll have to stay tuned. Will and the find child out. poop with a bribe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll find out, listeners. That's why you got to keep listening to the show. If you got uh, questions or comments, you can share them via the email um, through the link on the the content or from the the page. Uh, what's that thing? Uh, the description page. You know that page that comes up with web web yeah, podcast. You know they've got that page. The the show description page. That's what I'm the trying to say. The show notes. Yeah, that's what it is. There's a there's a link to email me there, but there's also the link to the oh. voicemail. We can we can you yeah. you listeners, you can be a part of the show. Uh, I know some yes. of you have been thinking, what what would I have to do to get my voice on that podcast? Well, all you got to mm-hmm. do is call 228-363-6737 and leave us a message. And if it is interesting or funny or entertaining or or really mean and uh, look, it doesn't have to. There's a, there's a very low bar for what I will I will edit into the show and talk about. Um, so so look, if you if you've got the energy to dial the number and leave a message, it's probably going to get played on the show. Um, and, unless it really hurts my no, even if it really hurts my feelings, I'll be more likely to play it than if it's something something nice because I have low self esteem. Um, so that's another way you can contact us. If you need more Kristen in your life, where do they go for that, Kristen? Uh, you can find me at. KristenRBPeterson.com or on Instagram, Kristen.RB.Peterson. Boom. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. Tip your wait staff back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. What what question was that? What question was that going off of? We didn't get to any of your questions. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.